Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Red Life Show today, episode 256. It is uh, Friday, July 23rd. I'm your host, Kellen. With me, Tim. Tim, say hi. Hey, everybody. What is up, Tim here? Good to see everybody. Uh, fun little show ahead of us. Mm. We, we got Samsung stuff uh, to talk about. We got an unpacked event, confirmed date, all of that. We have a new Android 12 beta. We have OnePlus news that dropped this week. Doesn't really affect a lot of us, but it's here. Big Wear OS news, which I know. Although we, we've come around a little bit on Wear OS news. People are starting to, at least you care a little bit more than you used to. So it makes it a little bit more worthwhile. Uh, big RCS news, because that's always you know riveting stuff. Uh, but we do have trivia. Trivia's back as usual. If you're new around here, we do trivia at the end of every show. And this week we are, uh, we've got some some juicy prizes from the uh, the folks at Meter who, uh, well, they're they're owned by somebody now. Do you want to talk a little bit about the uh, five meter pluses that we're giving away? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have five meter plus smart meat thermometers to give away to our trivia winners. Uh, obviously, at the end of the show, we host a little trivia game uh, based on just Android and Android news in general. Uh, so if you aren't familiar with meter and meter smart meat thermometers, I've been using one for a, a while now. And what you do, they're just like a little metal probe. Basically, they kind of they look like this, except this is a screwdriver. <laughs> I tricked I was you. So you actually just have one sitting there. <laughs> it's a screwdriver. Um, and mine is down by the grill because I was using it recently, recently on a beautiful tomahawk ribeye steak. And uh, yeah, so you stick it in. <laughs> you put the meat thermometer in your meat, and then. Um, on your smartphone, you can track the internal temperature of the meat itself. You can track the um, external temperature, the ambient uh, temperature. But there are fancy little machines, and these Meter Plus smart th- meat thermometers are ninety nine bucks a pop. So we got these are sweet prizes. And uh, yeah, if you're, I mean, it's, it's summertime right now. So if you're not outside grilling uh, either meat or tofu, I don't care what have you. Uh, you better be out there enjoying this weather because uh, it's really nice out there. So shout out to Meter, thank you so much. Um, Sarah's quickly asking if they are Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. Uh, so the connection themselves, so you have a Wi-Fi connection. If you have the meter block, that's a Wi-Fi connection. Uh, and then the meter, so they're both Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is which allows you to connect to that meter cloud. Um, that way you can literally leave the house and still watch the temperature of your meat. But if you're close, you're, you know, you're just using a bli- uh, a Bli-Fi, a Bluetooth connection. Uh, if you're you should have right called it Bli-Fi. Grill, so. I'm fine with Bli-Fi, but yeah. yeah. So it, it's got Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. Uh, the Meter Plus has the extended range. I believe it's 165 feet of range thanks to Wi-Fi. So yeah, I think that's it. Uh, Meter Plus, shout out to Meter. Thank you very much. These are awesome prizes. They are my my dad actually. So Traeger just bought Meter like a couple weeks ago or whatever, right? Or last week or something like that. Anyway, so my dad has a Traeger, but he has the one that doesn't have like Wi-Fi and all that fancy stuff. And so he was like, uh, it's like 115 degrees out in Montana at the moment. And also in the winter when it's like 10 degrees out and I'm out using it, I don't want to like have to constantly go out there to check temperature of stuff. And so he's like, I need like a Bluetooth thingy. And I was like, well, Tim uses meter. I was like, and he's been using it for years. You should get meter. And he's like, okay, I'll get meter. And so I'm pretty sure he just bought one like last week or something. Yeah. We should have tuned in and then we might've given him. 
I swear by meter, my, my neighbor. So Sarah brings up an interesting point. Um, she says, sounds unsafe to leave the house with something in the oven, but that's kind of rad. So if it's in the oven, I don't necessarily, I don't recommend that you just leave the house, but if it's outside in a grill or in a smoker, you know, relatively safe enclosed yeah. space, um, you can leave the house if you're just smoking some meat, no big deal. Um, but my neighbor recently just picked up a meter block. He was smoking like a tri-tip or something. He'd left, he came over, was shooting some pool and yeah. So meter's awesome, man. And it's totally safe if done properly. So Yeah. <laughs> Yes, correct. So anyway, we have five of them. So after we got run through a handful of topics, we'll get into trivia and everyone who wins today is getting a meter plus, which is pretty legit. That's legit. Um, All right. So uh, it's been a few weeks since we've been with you, but this week actually had some, some, some decent stuff happen. Plus last week we got Android 12 beta three. So, uh, you know, some fun stuff to talk about here, but we'll, we'll start with, Samsung. So Samsung, we just kind of been counting down the days until they announced a new unpacked event. And sure enough, this week they announced Samsung unpacked on August 11th. And, you know, like in the past, Samsung's products have leaked quite often early. This year feels like earlier than ever. We knew kind of almost everything that was coming and in plenty detail with like official press images that people were pulling from wherever across the internet. So um, that doesn't seem like there's going to be a lot of uh, fun, new and exciting stuff to learn, but there's so many new devices that it will just be a fun time to play with new stuff. Um, So we're expecting Galaxy Z Fold 3, which it should be improved over the Fold 2, thinner maybe. We're thinking maybe even some water resistance this year, which would be fantastic. We think mm-hmm. it'll use an S Pen, which is a big deal um, since there's no Note, but we, should, we could get S Pen. Um, other than that, I, I don't know how much it'll improve like the creasing and all that stuff. Like That's just a part of this. But anyway, it should be thinner, hopefully less expensive than the last version. Um and S Pen and all that stuff. Anyway, we'll get a Z Flip 3. And the Z Flip 3 actually looks like, which is so weird, right? Because we didn't have a Z Flip 2, did we? Didn't we just no. have Flip and then Flip 5G? Like Correct. Those, those were two. And then now we have a Flip 3. Anyway, I get they're lining up the numbers. They did this with the Note line too. Um, So the Flip 3, while the, like the, the original one, I had absolutely no want in because there was the cover display wasn't really, it was like a mini ticker thing that didn't show you anything. Now we're expecting like an actual little mini display, right? That'll show you some information. So you don't have to constantly just flip the thing. Well, you're going to have to anyway. But, uh, so flip three, uh, Buds two. I'm actually not wearing the, I was wearing the Buds Pro for a long time on the show. Now we're testing uh, Pixel Buds A in green. Uh, anyway, Buds 2, I, I don't know why Samsung needs a new pair of Buds like with every single Every phone six launch. months. <laughs> oh my God. And like the Buds 2 look like the Buds Pro and it sounds like they're going to have pretty similar features. So I don't really know what we're, I don't know what we're doing there. It's just another way for them to sell some new stuff, I guess. Uh, and then we should get a Galaxy S21 FE finally. Although, is that going to be limited, right? Like, we don't know when exactly, or are we not expecting that even till later on? Correct. Like, the latest info as of last night or this morning is that there's no S21 fan edition for the for this unpacked. It'll be later, like in October. It'll be later. 
<clears throat> Which makes yeah. sense because didn't the S20 FE come around around then too? It was later. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but then the one that we really care about is the Galaxy Watch 4 series, which will be Good shown off. So mm-hmm. Galaxy Watch 4 and Galaxy Watch 4 Classic. If you're wondering what happened to Galaxy Watch 4 Active, let's try to clarify. No one's curious. But okay, please. Well, I think some people <laughs> probably are because the Active very 2 was the, was the best watch that they made for a long time. Um, so there is no active anymore. What we have is Galaxy Watch 4, which is basically the active model without the rotating bezel. And then now we have Galaxy Watch 4 Classic, which has the physical rotating bezel, which will be the fancier watch. The regular Galaxy Watch 4 will essentially be the active. I hope that hope that makes sense. So anyway, yeah. those two are coming. And, you know, like Amazon Canada completely outed those already with like full listings and sizes and potential pricing and all that stuff. We know what they look like, colors, all that stuff. None of that really matters, though. Because all we really want to know is what it's like on the on the wrist because, well, Wear OS 3 is running on it, the new platform, all of that stuff. So anyway, we'll talk more about Wear OS 3 in a second because Google made some big news there. But we have Samsung Unpacked date, August 11th, live mm-hmm. streamed. It's virtual. Thank God they're still not doing in-person events. And hopefully they never do, by the way. Just a little personal thing there. Um, but we have Galaxy Watch 4, Fold 3, Flip 3, and Buds 2. So plenty of stuff. I don't think we don't have like a new tablet coming at this thing that we just haven't talked about. I know we don't talk a lot about tablets. Not that I'm aware of. We will also probably get the S Pen Pro, which uh, I'd imagine is going to cost like $200 or something stupid like that to have a big thick pen that will work with the new Fold and probably the uh, S21 Ultra. But, you know, that's an accessory. So, yeah. Brandon says, still on Samsung's blacklist. I mean, it's hard to tell from one year to the next if Samsung likes us or not. So hopefully this time around they do. Yeah, we can't comment on any blacklist or, yeah. (laughs) Let's just say I will probably forever be on it. Let's just say Kellen. I don't even know. Let's just say Kellen doesn't get the emails. I do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's say, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like where you need to know is like, I don't get the emails. (laughs) Tim does. Yeah. It is what it is. (laughs) So anyway, August 11th, still got a couple weeks to go there, um, but it should be fun. Although I'm still just waiting for the Pixel 6, but it, it should be fun in a couple of weeks. <laughs> it's going to be a freaking blast. Um, I'm really actually looking forward to this one. I'm a little, I get, I wouldn't say I'm disappointed um, that there's no 21 FE because right, it, it'll come eventually. Um, I think just smartphone in general, I, actually it's probably good because then it gives us time to mess around with new Pixel stuff or at least talk more about Pixel stuff that'll be incoming uh, later the year, later in the year. Um, obviously, like always going to be hyped for Fold 3 or any type of foldables. Flip will probably be cool. But, I mean, I think the Galaxy Watch stuff and the new Wear OS is definitely like the thing to actually be hyped about. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah, yeah, if you're like an Android fan, this is like, it's a rebirth, right? And if it doesn't work out now, I mean, we, I can, I've been the one saying Wear OS is dead. Like, it was either going to be this, like some huge reimagination or like big cooperation between a big partner like Samsung or something, because Fossil just wasn't cutting it. No offense to Fossil, like they certainly tried their best. Um, But I mean, Samsung is the only one that could probably bring life into this thing because people were buying plenty of Tizen watches, apparently. 
So really excited for the new Wear OS. I'll give it a try. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I mean, Buds too. Like they, Samsung reached their pinnacle with the audio stuff with the Galaxy with the Buds Pro. They haven't come out with a version that's better than the Buds Pro since then. So why even bother? Uh, the live were a total misfire. They, I mean, they hurt. They physically hurt your ears when they're they were in. Not comfortable, so no. yeah, I don't know what the heck they were thinking. Um, so I don't know why we need to bud. Why we need buds too when we've got buds pro. Uh, it just doesn't make it. And the Buds Pro just keep coming down in price, right, with all these new versions coming. So yeah. you can get their, Constantly like, deals. exactly. But Buds Pro is the way to go. But battery life is insane. So, so yeah, sign me up for freaking Galaxy Watch 4, classic active, I don't care. Um, maybe a smaller one. You know, I just don't want something huge on my wrist. And, uh, yeah, give me that new Fold. We got trade-ins, so, like, our, our Fold 2s are ready to get traded. They're gone, in, so. yeah. The Fold yeah. 2 is absolutely gone for a Fold 3, that is for sure. Well, yeah. and so Samsung opened reservations for um, the new Fold and Flip. They didn't specify, but we're assuming everyone's just going to trade things in or reserve the Fold 3. And they're going to let you trade in two devices this year? Because like we know this thing is going to still be expensive. There's rumors that they're coming down in price from... Mm-hmm. Um, from like the 2000 mark that it was. And then it, I think it didn't, it, the Fold 2, did it drop permanently to 1800? Like, is it, it's like, I think it starts at 1800 now. Like initially it was two and then didn't it drop to 18 or something? Either way, we think it'll be cheaper than the Fold 2, which is good. But yeah, they're going to let you trade in two devices this time. So hopefully they give us like, last year for the Fold 2, they were giving, I think it was 800 for the, if you had a, an original Fold or an original Flip. I mean, hopefully they do at least that. It'd be nice if we got closer to a grand for these fold twos, but I don't know. But then you could trade in a second thing. So I'm just going to scrounge around in the drawer and see what crappy LG device they'll take. I'm just kidding. They probably won't take LG phones, but I'll find something that I can add on to just help that uh, help that cost. It'd be nice to walk into a fold three for like 400 bucks. Yeah, I mean, as some people have just pointed out, my apologies. Buds Pro came after Buds Live, but the point still stands. The Buds Pro, like, why would you even need to release anything after the Buds Pro? Because they're the best. Oh, I totally didn't catch that you were saying those were out of order. Yeah, but either way, they came out with the Buds Pro and they because there's only like five months. There's only five months in between the two. Like, I mean, come on. And how are the Buds Pro only from this year? Am I like, have I been in a coma? Like, or it was just nothing been going on. January 2021 was the release date for those year. things. I feel like it was last year. So. Yeah, they came out with the S21. But see, the Buds Live were with the Note, I think, the Note 20. And mm. then just disappeared immediately because the Buds Pro, like, so quickly replaced them and were so much better. So, yeah, it is. It has all gotten mixed up. And this has been just the slowest year ever, I feel like. The S21 feels like, and the those Buds Pro, they feel like they were so long ago. And yeah, here we are in July, but it's it's very it's been a weird weird year, that's for sure. Agreed. Um. Anyway, so you could trade in two devices. We'll see what the values are for everything and how that works. But typically, when Samsung launches a new device, they give you these bloated trade-in values for everything, which we love, and that helps mm-hmm. us just swap devices constantly with Samsung stuff. Um. So we'll see. I don't. It'd be nice to able for everyone to just pack if they want a foldable just pack on multiple devices and bring that price Mm -hmm. so uh august 11th all right so you mentioned um 
that you're excited about Wear OS. So I actually bumped this topic up a little bit. So we're going to talk about Wear OS 3 now briefly because this news uh, just dropped yesterday, actually. So uh, as Tim mentioned, we're actually excited about Wear OS again because Samsung <laughs> and Google have teamed up, new platform. Uh, Samsung's going to sort of lead the charge for a new era of Wear OS. And not only that, we expect like new hardware, including what we believe will be a five nanometer chip running these watches far ahead of anything that, you know, Qualcomm has ever released for a watch. That's for damn sure. And so they should be advanced. We'll get advanced health tracking and battery life and all this stuff. And it is actually quite exciting if you're in the smartwatch world or a fan of it or want a smartwatch, any of that stuff. Uh, but what we've been curious about is what it means for all the old watches. Mm. And so far, the story there has been Google not wanting to say much. And I think Google was going to just keep waiting and waiting and waiting as long as they could to give everyone the bad news. Um, but then there's kind of was some uh, some pressure applied a little bit by their partners like Fossil and Mobboy and some of those guys. And then Qualcomm. So Qualcomm a couple weeks ago dropped this little news bit to some press members that said, hey, our uh, our our Snapdragon Wear 4100 will totally run the new Wear OS. No big deal. And then also, if we wanted to, our old 3100 and 21 can also run this. <laughs> And Google immediately like kind of clapped back and was like, hold on. <laughs> you don't know shit. It's, it's, it's kind of <laughs> what it sounded like to me. Like, we're not we're not confirming what what will work and what won't work. We're worried about experience and things like that. So um, sort of around then too, Fossil dropped some news in an interview and said, oh yeah, our new Fossil the Gen 6 is going to launch with the new, they said specifically is launching with the new Wear platform. And it's going to be awesome. And it'll be premium and expensive and all that. Okay, anyway, so that's the backstory. So this week, Google finally just goes, all right, let's just let's clear rip, it all up. Rip the up. Band-Aid off. Yeah, let's just, let's just get this over with. So they said um, there are select watches that will be eligible to be upgraded. And those watches are the Mavoy TicWatch Pro 3, the Pro 3 LTE, the new TicWatch E3, and then Fossil's next generation of watches, which is launching later this year. Um, they said the, the update will be opt-in. Um, and it's going to be opt-in because it's such a big update and change that it will, will require a full factory reset of your watch. And also, it's opt-in because some of the experience could be impacted. In other words, they aren't sure that even these new watches they just named are going to run it properly with all the features and all of that stuff. So it's opt-in. Um, so what they're essentially saying is the Snapdragon Wear 4100 can indeed run the platform. But what they're also saying is that they don't really know if it's going to run it well enough, which is like, oh. Uh, the, the bad news there is for Fossil because they had previously told us their new watch was going to launch with the platform. And Google said, nah, it's not. And I reached out to Fossil yesterday and they confirmed, no, it's not. Um, where that gets really bad is that Google said the upgrade won't be available likely to these partners until mid to end of 2022. So we're talking Samsung's going to launch watches in two weeks with the new Wear OS 3. And all of these other watch players may not be able to upgrade for a year, 
So if you own a TickWatch Pro 3 or Fossil launches their Gen 6 in the fall without it, it might not upgrade for a year. So um, bad news for anyone not named Samsung in the Wear OS space. So some thoughts there would be that sucks for everyone. I feel like uh, Google's kind of kind of sticking it to Fossil for some reason. And Fossil's like the one that kept their platform alive. So that actually kind of sucks. Um, on the flip side of that, that means that Qualcomm's 4100 is clearly not up to snub. At least Google doesn't think it is. And so we need Qualcomm to release another chip. And we know how long it takes them to do that. Uh, but then the other side, the third side, I guess, where I'm at now is Samsung's chip must be so far ahead of that. But also Samsung doesn't want to let anyone use their new chip. <laughs> you know, there was there was hope that maybe Samsung would go, yeah, we made this really advanced chip. We'll let Fossil use it. We'll let Motorola use it. We'll let other people use our new chip. But it sounds like, nah, everyone's stuck with Qualcomm if you're not Samsung. So, uh I think you just buy a Galaxy Watch 4 or you don't buy any watch at all. I, like, I can't imagine anyone buying the Fossil Gen 6 with a Snapdragon Wear 4100 that Google just said may not run the new Wear OS properly and may not get updated for a year. Yeah, I mean, if this was anything besides Wear OS, which I guess is con- should still be considered a dead platform as of today... Yeah. Uh, this is a bad move on Google's part, or at least very insulting to the companies who helped keep, keep it alive. You know, Wear OS afloat for the past. You know, I guess if you want to call it afloat, it had many holes in the boat. It was sinking poorly, but it's just rude. Um, there's a lot of, I don't know if I would even call it arrogance or anything like that, but uh, it's just a lot of rudeness. It's a lot of like unnecessary drama. I feel like for some freaking smartwatches that no one is buying. Uh, or at least shouldn't be buying. We've been telling people for what feels like a good at least months, a year, like don't buy Wear OS watches right now or something like that. I mean, it's always been along those lines of just like maybe you should just hold off or wait. Uh, there's just a lot of, and I just feel bad for. I feel bad for Fossil. I think I mostly. I feel bad for Fossil. I, I'll never feel bad for Qualcomm because um, monopolies are bad, yeah. but. Google's just sort of like being super rude, I, I think, personally. Well, so when when Qualcomm said a couple weeks ago, like, look, our chips are fine. They'll run all this. No big deal. And Google immediately was like, hold on. We haven't said anything. It really felt like at the time Google had cut them off. And right. they really seemed like went into this new Wear OS with Samsung and said, build watches with us. Let's use your your chips because Qualcomm sucks and we're just going to work with you and no one else. And, and then now to see this, I mean, I think it's more obvious than ever that that's exactly what happened. They just said like, look, we're, we're just working with Samsung. You failed us Qualcomm. I know you kept the platform alive, but you didn't produce anything new for anything to advance ever on. And it stunted our sort of, um, investing in the platform and it almost died because you were the only one making crappy chips and now it's like it's samsung it's like it's samsung's platform now and the crappy thing there is that yeah the partners like fossil who are basically sell the all the wear os watches like no one buys that crappy motorola 360 thing i don't know who else even made there was like a couple of fitness watches right like Suunto made one 
Mont Blanc mm. made some. No one's buying oh, those. Blanc. The only ones people are buying are the fossil watches because they're affordable and they're actually made new ones all the time. Take watches. So, so like for fossil to kind of get stuck in this position, I do feel a little bad for that. But like Qualcomm's the only choice again. So I, I don't know what you do there. Yeah, I guess I, I also want to give apologies to Mobvoi. I feel like I overlook them a lot, like them and Fossil. Both, I mean, they're the only companies putting out Wear OS watches. Mobvoi, especially, like, they put out, like, some interesting hardware. Um, nothing that I was ever really interested in, but uh, nevertheless. Um, Google's Rudy Pants, although I get what they're saying, only because, yes, Qualcomm, let's say, didn't necessarily do the best job at nurturing Wear OS, the platform, with uh, kind of silicon support. So... Some people don't like Samsung, so the fact that maybe Samsung kind of has now sort of control over the new Wear OS, at least for a while, um, or at least will have the better experience for it, uh, may not be seen as ideal, but yeah, I guess it is what it is. Are people even still going to care? Like, Are people even going to buy this stuff? I mean, I think people are still just getting Apple Watches, right? I mean... Well, and, you know, we're talking about it as like there's this history there and chipsets and yeah. who's making what and who's partner of this. and what. But like really what it's going to come down to is Samsung is going to launch a new watch. And most people that own Samsung Galaxy phones that want a Samsung smartwatch, they don't care that it's Tizen or Wear OS. And they're going to yeah. skin it with one UI. So it's just going to be their new watch. And I wouldn't be shocked if Samsung pushes this thing and barely mentions the word Wear OS. Like, I think they probably will at the start be like, this is the new platform we co-developed with Google. But you remember when they when Google announced the platform of Samsung, they wouldn't even name it. Like, I think our initial write-up didn't even name Wear OS because at first we were like, what are we calling this? And when Samsung released a press release, I don't think they mentioned Wear OS either. Or like, it was just, we co-developed a new wearable platform with Google. There was no name. And so like, I think Samsung's like, yeah, we're just going to run with this. We're going to put our our one UI on top and we're, this is going to be our watches, whatever, which is kind of weird. Cause you would think Google would still want people to know it runs their operating system. But it, it, it's like, like I said, it's Samsung's platform now, which is kind of weird, but. I'll definitely give it a try. I'm definitely excited about it. I'm well excited. I mean, I'm in. I'm curious. You know, I'm a little curious. I've always been a little curious, but uh, it's great. Hopefully it's yeah, great. I'm sure. It'll, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> We've been lacking in decent options for well forever. Not the Samsung's watches in the past were bad. I liked the Watch Active too, but the the Galaxy Watch Three I thought was terrible. The battery life sucked. The watch was heavy and clunky. I didn't like it at all. So hopefully, these are better. <laughs> if I can boot it up and set it up and it's usable, you know, without having to warm up for 20 minutes, you know, half hour, an hour, then I'm down to give it a try. <laughs> well, the 4100 fixed that. I don't think you ever got to use one of those, but that's nope. not saying much. So this should really, although we don't even know what the setup process is going to be like, you know, what would be great. This is the feature I really want to see is mm. not having to factory reset your watch when you attach it to a new phone. Oh my God. <laughs> if Google can do that, I will tell them the, the, these Samsung watches are the greatest thing ever made. Sure. I'll tweet that every day for like a month if they can allow me to change devices and not factory reset. Mm. Anyway, so that's the big Wear OS 3 news. Also, Google called it Wear OS 3 this week, which in the past, like Qualcomm started calling that and some other partners kind of did, but Google never referred to it as that. 
until this week. Google actually called it Wear OS 3. Of course, Samsung doesn't want to name it. And we what did we call it on the last show? We called it like the the wearable. I don't know. We had a name for it. It was like the something wearable platform. Yeah, well, I think it's stupid. I mean, they've been working. Let's well, hey, let's work on this huge partnership. Oh shit, we forgot to name it. Yeah. You know, like I mean, it's really sort of it's not a great look. It just seems sort of half-assed and like, oh, did they actually do anything? It still looks like Wear OS. Like, I don't know. I mean, well, Wear OS the thing 3, is, like, I guess. It won't I mean, on, it on won't the because they're going right. to one UI it, right? So it's it's like Android. <laughs> it's a freaking fragmented mess. <laughs> it yeah. sucks. Yeah. Get an iPhone, but, people. Quick, run. Don't get an iPhone. Okay, anyway, so that's enough watch watch stuff. Let's talk about Android 12 Beta 3 for a minute. So uh, Android 12 Beta 3 came out last week for all the Pixel phones, um, and it ushered in some fun stuff. This is the most sort of feature-packed, robust, final-ish looking version of Android 12 we've seen yet, um, where we got in the, in the sort of wallpaper theming that we got in the previous beta, which seemed a little half-baked now it's like you set a wallpaper you get color choices for what you want the system color to be you can theme icons and you're basically just theming google's icons right now so it looks kind of weird it doesn't really work we need to be able to theme everything here but so you can pick and choose colors and there's and there's icon theming and stuff like that it feels much more polished than before we got scrolling screenshots with this one we got face detection auto rotation so like if you're holding your phone and you lay down it knows you're looking at it and it won't auto rotate which is fine uh what are some of the other things the settings menu lacks color now which is i guess fine um do, do, do. sort of it there's this really cool little shortcut when you go into the the app switcher if you have a chrome window open it'll let you like quickly copy like the link that's showing which is kind of neat uh, we got a Wi-Fi off toggle back in the uh, internet <laughs> interface, thankfully. That's kind of it, though. They've added some new animations and stuff, but it's it's one of those that looks and feels like the most polished version yet, which makes sense. It's beta three. I think we have one more beta, and then we get to, I think we get to stable. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, uh, Tim and I've been complaining all week about this, or at least I have quite a bit. Uh, this is one of the buggiest versions I feel yet. Uh, well, it looks nice. Like I've had all sorts of issues with like my data connection. Um, the thing just, if I swipe home, a lot of times I can't swipe between home screens until I like lock the phone and wake it back up or I swipe into the app drawer and the app drawer mm. has this broken box at the top. Yeah. Like I have all sorts of these buggy things. And so I, I really wish, uh, hopefully next week they give us like beta 3.1 and squash a bunch of these. Like right now, and this could be have to do with the dialer. Um, but when you miss a call, you get this like never ending call notification. Like I have one right now and you can't mm. swipe it away. You have to force stop the phone app. And I think Google's already acknowledged it and said we're going to fix it. But it's there's all these weird little bugs. Like I it's definitely the most unstable of the betas, the three betas, even though it looks the prettiest. Like sometimes like the. uh can't swipe that away. But you know there's color in the clock right now. Mm-hmm. Um sometimes that just shows on the on the always on display as being full color, which looks great. I wish they would do that, but it's not supposed to. It's supposed to go back to being just black and white like that. Yeah. Um 
but sometimes like the color just shows through for a little while and then goes away and it's not supposed to do that so i don't know it's buggy but yeah i would have no problem with these software bugs except so my biggest complaint is the brightness glitch or bug or whatever the heck you want to call it this phone has no idea what brightness it's at. Like, <laughs> and, well, and then not only that, like the Pixel 5 is already a super dark display. It is. And then you'll be on like halfway and then you'll be like, okay, I need to bump up the brightness. And you're like, wait, what? It's already like at max brightness, but then it's actually not. Like it's just a super kind of janky experience overall, but it is a beta. Um, yeah. I understand that, but like how we're regressing um, towards more jank and not less jank as we near the public build, uh, it's a little makes me a little nervous. I should, <laughs> I might say, like yeah, this they is have a big a lot one. To fix. Yeah, like Android 12 <laughs> is a big one, and not only that, like yeah. I realize Googlers are still working from home, and I have no idea, like how. I don't even know how they're doing this. Um, my assumption is, yeah, a lot of people are just working remotely and stuff, or I don't, I don't even know. How would you even build an operating system? Or oh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, thing, right? Remotely. Yeah, it's weird. So I just assume Android 12 at launch will still be buggy, or they're going to like push it, or they're going to surprise the hell out of me, and they're going to fix everything. But eh, that's Google. I don't think so, man. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this this um, going back to the first preview up through this beta, I thought they did a pretty good job just making it stable. Like even the previews I thought were pretty stable. And then the first two betas seemed fine. This one, I I mean, they're obviously changing a lot of stuff. And so there's going to be bugs, but I, yeah, I really hope we get a 3.1 update next week. And then, mm. and then in August we'll get one more beta and then it should go stable. But they, I mean, they got a little bit of time. Hopefully they, uh, Hopefully they can take care of it because it's not great right now. I like I would actually not recommend people flash this beta three. Oh, I totally would. I you know, I me, you know, I think a lot of people are experiencing different issues. For me, it's it's definitely usable and I think it definitely gives a great insight as to what Android twelve will be, which not necessarily is a buggy mess, but it'll look gorgeous. I think this Gonna look looks great. fantastic. I love the theming stuff that they've done. I love the rounded corners, except for the search box in the app drawer, which is like squared to hell. It's broken uh, right now. Yeah, yeah this, this is what he's talking about. You can't right. really see it. But yeah, yeah you can't see it on yours. But yeah, there's a lot. So yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. But I do think it's a great look, and I'm excited for it. Like. You and me, I know we we're talking. Maybe we were half joking, but I wasn't. We were talking about grabbing iPhone 13s because they'll have always on displays or things like you know, like 120 hertz refresh rates and stuff like these will be like pretty sweet iPhones. Um, however, Android 12 is sort of keeping me like on Team Android. And if the Pixel 6 comes out, and the Pixel 6 hardware is actually a flagship device, unlike the Pixel 5, which is arguably a mid-range phone. Uh, I mean, that. You know, Google could have some serious sweetness on their hands with 12 and the 6. So, 6 goes into 12 two times. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it'll be cool. Yeah, if they uh, if they deliver the hardware we've seen for the Pixel 6 with the specs that are reported, maybe their own chip, and then, yeah, you slap Android 12. Because Android 12 is pretty awesome. Uh, it is by far the biggest change we've had in a while to Android and it looks amazing. Yes, we're complaining about beta bugs, but 
once it's stable, it's going to be awesome. And Google constantly adds special features for Pixel phones that you can only have on Pixel in this experience. So yeah, the Pixel 6 could be amazing. And it's hard to get your hopes up there because Google constantly lets us down with their phones. But the Pixel 5 was kind of meant to just be a placeholder, I feel like, while they ramped up to where we're coming this year. So even though Samsung is going to do what they're going to do in a couple of weeks, I still think the only thing that we all should care that much about right now outside of the watches is the Pixel 6. because And a lot of that has to do with, yeah, Android 12 because of what we've seen so far. Yeah, uh, Justin Martin in the chat says, I think it's ugly as sin. So are the Pixel 6 renders. Justin, you're gone. You're wearing sunglasses you're in a car. Bruh, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> you're gone. Straight man. <laughs> That's all right. You know, to each their own, um, I get maybe some people aren't digging the colors or the super roundedness to it. I don't know. But, man, I think it's like the like best step that they've taken in a long time in terms of Android, like look as aesthetics. I would say so. so. And it looks a lot different than Samsung's one UI, which everyone else is copying. You know what I mean? Like yeah. one plus basically copied, you know, Samsung's one UI and their own, what is it called? Color OS from Oppo or whatever. And Google, while they rounded everything like Samsung has been doing, it still looks different than one UI, I think. So mm. that's also a good thing. I don't want everything to look while I like one UI. I don't want everything to look like one UI. Right. This, you know, so Android 12 reminds me as someone dropped ICS, but it actually more so reminds me of sort of honeycomb, not in from the aesthetic, like not the way it looks like Tron or anything, but just like how it's colorful. It's different. It looks nice. So, I mean, you know, bring it on, I say. And the Pixel 6, I say get wacky with it. I'm tired of yeah. like the same phones and you know, like even if there's like some yes. camera hump, whatever, dude. I mean, it as long as it's like a different camera sensor, if the camera's amazing, like I'm sure there I'm sure it's not even as bad as the renders show. Like that's stupid. It's not gonna yeah. be like an inch off the phone. Come on, people. It's gonna be fine. Let's all just calm down. <laughs> yeah, I Break Yeah, out. I don't think the Pixel 6 is gonna look as dramatically awful like it does in the renders. I think it's I guess we'll see. I don't I don't want to make like a prediction because I have no idea. It might look dramatically awful like the pictures. I just hope it doesn't. Yeah. Even if it does, at least it's something damn different that isn't the stupid this. This stupid square camera thing up in the corner like every single Never phone maker doing is doing. Yeah. Do somebody please just do something different. If it's Google, so be it. I'll yeah. Be it. Big Bomb Don't Know Don Wilson D Dubs in the chat. So shout out to Don. Um says, sorry folks, gonna go with that unlocked flip three on Verizon. What a baller. And like Don, Don, you better get a freaking like a belt clip for that thing. You go and you flip your little flip flip three open, man. Oh, Don, you're so cool. It's perfect. They got one hand with the Chewini on a leash and just whoosh, flip open. Like you can oh, see it sick. off the clip, Chewini on a leash. Doop, Dude. Beast Don. Don Don could rule TikTok. Like if he decided if he wanted to, <laughs> he could. Um Birdster makes a great point too. Uh this is truth, hundred hundred percent truth. Uh it's Google, something will be super whack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you know something's gonna be broken or suck or whatever. Like that's just the way it is. They I know. It's I so mean, frustrating. Hey, I know. It's hey, that's Google though. Every time Google releases, that's everybody. Phone. You know Every- the phone that didn't have all the issues. 
the Pixel 5, <laughs> the like one that they just didn't put any effort into whatsoever. But all the other ones, they do have like some long lasting issue that ends up in a class action lawsuit. And you're just like, oh, sure. here we go again. So I'm sure that'll happen again. The Pixel 4 XL, in my mind, could have been awesome if it just had a fingerprint reader. <laughs> like, they could have, yeah. like, and, like, why are we, like, why are we trying to make things work that don't actually solve problems? Like, we're introducing new issues when, like, we had a working solution. Some things that Google does just don't make sense, man. Radar. I mean, Google released Face Radar the moment <laughs> a pandemic hit and everyone was wearing a mask. Like, yeah. <laughs> the timing Oops. could not have been it worse sucked. for Google. That's uh, it was yeah, whatever. All right. Uh, so quickly, OnePlus. Yeah, it's almost trivia time. Uh, oh, OnePlus yeah. announced some stuff this week. Uh, the Nord Two. So it's very weird because like a couple of weeks ago, I swear we got a Nord CE, which was like a follow up Nord that was overseas. Well, now we have a Nord Two. So the Nord Two is official. It's not coming here, so we probably won't talk much about it going forward. Um, but it's got like a custom MediaTek chip instead of a Qualcomm chip, which I think is a first for OnePlus. 90 hertz refresh rate, warp charge 65, up to 12 gig RAM and 256 gig storage and stereo speakers. And did I say 90 hertz display? If I didn't, I meant to. Um, Oxygen OS 11, Android 11 out of the box. And it costs uh, as little as 399 euros. Um, and if you max it out, it goes up to 499 euros. It looks fine. It's just a follow-up Nord. It looks like the OnePlus 9, but it's cheaper. So, yeah, Nord 2 for our our friends uh, not in the U.S. Uh, if nothing else. I know I reviewed the Nord last year, the original one, and I was a fan of it. But, you know, it's just, we, we don't typically look at non-U.S. phones. Sorry, folks. Um, however... Coming here is the, are the OnePlus Buds Pro, the first OnePlus Buds with active noise cancellation. Um, they are not coming until like September 1st, which is weird. They announced them right now, but they're not coming until September 1st. These actually look pretty nice. They look kind of like AirPods Pro, but they kind of did this like two-tone texture color blocking thing. Like the white ones have silver tips. The black ones have matte black with like a shiny sort of charcoal tip. They look pretty nice. The wireless charging, mm-hmm. super fast charging, battery life. I think it's around five hours, which isn't great. But with noise cancellation, that's kind of about standard, I feel like. I'd imagine the last longer if you could turn that off. Um, they do cost 150 bucks, So OnePlus is not selling these at some sort of ridiculous discount. Um, I don't know. Well, we should have a pair of these. I'm actually interested to test these because I just think they have like a unique look compared to... Um, some other ones, and uh, we'll see if they're any good. I don't know. But they are coming to the U.S. for 150 bucks. They look nice. They do. I can't. I don't support OnePlus right now. I think they've made a string of bad decisions, and I'm just sort of. Well, let's I'm going to give them a break. I'm going to give them a break. <laughs> let's talk about that bad decision. So, uh, a couple of weeks ago now, um, was it a non-tech who discovered that they were? Uh, yeah, it was a non-tech, I think. Yes. A non-tech discovered that OnePlus was uh, throttling the hell out of the OnePlus 9 and OnePlus 9 Pro whenever you opened basically any popular app. Uh, they, they had built in um, basically like a limit on all of the apps you use, like Chrome, Twitter, WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram, any, any popular app. They had like a whole list of them. And if you opened those, they were throttling the performance of the phone. 
Um, and they to obviously save battery because the OnePlus 9 and what well the OnePlus 9 Pro in particular had awful battery life. Like I'm talking Pixel 4 level. I was pretty like <laughs> impressed at how bad it was battery life. Um, and so when everyone complained about that and it, oh, and it overheated, it didn't overheat on me, but I think to a bunch of other people, the OnePlus 9 Pro overheated all of the time. So to address that, they were like, well, let's just throttle the hell out of every single app that anyone's going to use. And so a non-tech found that and, uh, pointed that out and everyone ran with it. Um, and so OnePlus released a statement that said like, yeah, we are doing that. <laughs> it's just like deal with it. Yeah, we and, and they kind of came up with this like, well, look, the chips that are released today, like the Snapdragon 888 that's in these, it's just kind of too much anyway. So we just throttled it back a little bit. Like we don't actually need, people don't need all that processing power. Let's just, we're just throttling it just to give, you know, still a good experience, but we're giving people more battery life and to, to get rid of some of the heat that it was creating. Um and we just kind of went, what? You you promise? What what's what's their stupid slogan? Never settle. Never settle. The the fast and smooth. I think they're using capital letters on fast and smooth now because that's like another tagline. Like they're like the king of taglines, right? Fast and smooth. <laughs> um, like I think all their marketing talked about how like no phone is going to be this powerful and fast because of the Snapdragon eight eighty eight. Like all this stuff, right? Um. And then they're like, yeah, well, now we're just going to like limit you. And there's like, they didn't tell anyone. They didn't tell anyone. They just started doing it. Um, and so, yeah, people got rightfully pissed. And it, like you, you kind of said initially, like they should probably give users the option. Like if they want to have the throttling on, cause you know, we bought a phone. We didn't pay for a throttled phone that when I open all of the apps I use <laughs> to be throttled down. Um, and so with, uh, the launch of the Nord two, like Android police asked them, like, what's the deal? Are these phones throttled too? And I think they said yes, didn't they? They were like, yeah, they are. Um, and we'll probably keep doing this. However, with oxygen OS 12, which we assume means Android 12, they're going to give us like a toggle where you can maybe turn off. So going forward, this is like what OnePlus is doing. They're just going to throttle all of the apps on your phone, the ones you use, like all of the popular apps are on the list and they're just going to keep doing it and they'll give you maybe a toggle so you could turn it off. That's crappy. Yeah. I think my, and my main issue I think with OnePlus is that the company has become more marketing. They spend more money on marketing than they do maybe the overall user experience and doing things like this. They just have a history of doing things that like aren't great. I guess every company does, but um OnePlus just struggles sometimes like they do weird they have weird decisions where they think this is totally fine but it's like not totally fine like it, right. you do better <laughs> so yeah i mean yeah the never settle thing i mean that's just how could you say that and then release like Constantly a settling. flagship device and just yeah always settling or trying to make it seem like you're meeting your marketing hype when in actuality, it's just like not even close. So, yeah, I mean, OnePlus, like I said, I'll just be, uh, I mean, and they come out every six months. They've got these Nord phones and stuff. It's just, it's too much. So I, I'm just going to give them a break personally. <laughs> well, you know, and they're part of Oppo now. <clears throat> they're a sub brand of Oppo. So, um, 
I, I wish I knew the YouTube channel, but I sent him this video yesterday where this YouTuber, oh, yeah. uh, was it B-Bomb? I can't remember who it was. And they were I, looking at the Nord 2 and they did this comparison of Oxygen OS on the Nord 2 and they compared it to like the OnePlus 9 and then they compared it to like a Realme phone, which runs ColorOS and it's just running color os like the nord yeah. 2 is just running oppo's color os and so the the sort of background there is that a week or two ago you know OnePlus announced that they were like merging their software with color os but it was still going to be oxygen os everywhere else outside of like china i think or wherever they wherever the color os devices are and so we went oh okay so the base is color os but you're maybe still gonna at least have it look like oxygen os it doesn't like on the nord 2 if you watch this video and you compare it and this guy compares it from the nord 2 to this real me phone running color OS, it's this like they're exactly the same like uh, like you couldn't tell the difference and there was like subtle toggles and like the placement of things that matched the real me phone like exactly and then when compared to the OnePlus 9 Pro, it didn't match Oxygen OS. Like the phone's running ColorOS. So like maybe ColorOS is fine. I haven't, to be honest, I haven't used it. So I don't even know. But it's like we went from this really clean and simple Oxygen OS that we all loved. And then when they flipped the switch, we initially called it a One UI clone because it kind of was. And now they're just going with a clone of their other phone brand. It's so, I, and I don't know. They just like don't do anything original anymore. It's, it's 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 very weird. OnePlus is in a very weird spot, which I know we've talked about a lot, but yeah, I'm sure they're saving plenty of money just shipping the same software out on all these phones and all that. But like, Super that's easy. not what we wanted the OnePlus experience to be, right. right? We wanted it to be like heavily customizable and tweaked to increase performance, not throttle performance. Like, you give us the high end specs that we're paying for. Like, uh, they're just like not doing what they stand for. This is like, uh, it's they're living opposite I mean, day over there at Con 365. <laughs> they're they're just a totally different company. They, they, just, they are. They're just like they no are. one should expect anything anymore from what you once knew of OnePlus because that's just again we talked about this a lot like how they're just not like they're they're they're, they're everything about them is different now and I get it they're trying to be a big phone company but if right. you loved OnePlus because they were this scrappy newish company that was like reaching fans and they had limited yeah. marketing budget. And they were trying to be different in the flagship killer stuff and whatever. If you liked all of that, that's gone. You got, that's you got to, you can't like when a new one plus phone comes out, you can't go, well, and I need to be better about <laughs> this too, but well, they used to do it this way. Remember we used to get all this stuff for 300 bucks. That was nine phones ago at this point or whatever eight phones ago like that's just not who they are now they're trying to be samsung so like if we continue like in 15 years are we not that long in five more years are we still going to be going wow one plus they used to like give us everything for cheap like that they're just not that anymore and they haven't been for a number of years they're yeah. so yeah, it's dark days dark days upon us <laughs> the dark days of one plus are indeed mm. Anyway, so that's OnePlus news. Uh, Buds <laughs> Pro, we'll, we'll have those one day. And if you own a OnePlus 9, it's throttled. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Uh, okay, so final topic, and then we'll do some trivia. Uh, big RCS news, because RCS news is big time stuff, um, if you text message. Because a lot of people in the U.S. still text message, apparently. Yeah. Um, you all know RCS, Rich Communication Services. Google, about six years ago, I think now, was like, RCS is the future of text messaging. 
And Sprint went, yeah, we'll do that. And then everyone else said, we don't care. We can't monetize that. And so all the other carriers ignored it. Well, anyway, Google kept pushing it. Sprint disappeared. Then it was just Google. And all the other carriers were like, wait, we can make money off of this. So let's create our own RCS group and we'll figure out ways that businesses can pay us to contact all of our customers. And we all went, yeah, that sounds awful. And Google went, yeah, that sounds awful too. So we're just going to give everyone RCS in our app right now across the globe. And they did that. They pushed RCS or RCS or chat as we want to call it to make it really confusing um, to everyone through their Google Messages app. And then slowly but surely, all of the carriers have now come on board. T-Mobile did, and then AT&T did, and we were just waiting for Verizon to, and then Verizon this week said, yeah, 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 fine, we'll we'll do the same thing too. So all of our Android phones in the US will come preloaded with Google Messages, and we'll have RCS chat. And so now we have all three carriers on board. Um, T-Mobile and AT&T are rolling it out sooner. Verizon said we won't start seeing their phones with Google Messages preloaded until 2022. So we're waiting a little bit there, but we'll soon be RCS chatting, which is everyone through Google Messages. That'll kind of be the standard texting app on most phones, um, Android phones, at least in the US. You'll have RCS, you'll have better chatting. It'll be a good world going forward with chatting. Um, it's encrypted one to one. You can send full scale pictures and all of that fun stuff. Um, I think the next step then will probably be we just need Google to open it up so that other text messaging apps can use it. Because if not everyone wants to use Google Messages, they might, you know, want to use something else. So anyway, that's kind of it. Uh, RCS has finally made it. Google has won the RCS battle, sort of like they did with Google Pay versus, you know, that garbage carrier thing that they tried to do a while ago. So yeah, that's it. Yeah, RCS, man. What a trip. I don't have much to yeah. say about RCS because I, I just like, either. I'm over text messaging. I've evolved. I've transcended, uh, as I like to say. I'm on Telegram, Messenger, like Facebook Messenger and all that. Like, why are we? Yeah. It's the U.S. Everyone's still texts. Part, uh, see, part of the problem, too, is that uh, with Apple and iPhones and iMessage, they it's like texting. I know if you have, I think if you have iPhone to iPhone, it's more like, chatting but they text out of it too and so everyone still texts in the u.s which is which is very weird um i've never used chat or rcs because i don't use google messages i'm like you Mm. use telegram and hangouts before that but for texting i use google voice like i have google voice is the number that everyone contacts me through and so i text you that and google voice does not have rcs which i don't Mm. i don't understand why that is but RCS or Google Voice does not have it. So I've never used it. Like somebody asked me yesterday, they were like, is is RCS down for you? And I was like, I, <laughs> what? I don't know. Never used it. And they're like, you don't, you don't use? And I was like, no, I don't, never have. I wish it'd be fun, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, that's it. Should we do trivia? Yeah. Uh, yeah, real quickly, wanted to give a shout out to those who have donated so far. Um, recently, Big Bomb Dono Don uh, gave $20. Says, have fun, stay Don. safe, and just enjoy. And believe me, Don, we will. Thank you very much. Thank you, Big Bomb Dono Don. Yeah, and then earlier, before the show started, Sarah Washington uh, came in hot with $5, saying a nitpicky complaint, but I miss Android 11's notification history screen. Also, the dark black when you expand the notification menu is too jarring still. 
I totally agree with you. I miss sort of the the gray. Like I I want Twitter's dim, not like blackout. Freaking. Oh, you mean like turn the, the background that? Yeah, that, that's too dark, man. I need which gray. is kind of weird because the system now with dark theme. Remember it, it like it got rid of the black. Well, it seems kind of bad. Well, so like so on the. On the bottom part of the notifications, that's gray. Like that's fine. But then if you pull all the way down, it's black, black. And I don't. And but in the and in the settings menu, it's kind of gray now, which is good. But I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm just with Sarah. It's it too is. jarring. It's it too is jarring. Jarring. It needs to be like a, just a dark gray would help. Nah. Well, it's weird because if you look at like notifications are like a medium dark gray. And then oh. behind them is like a dark, dark gray, and then it's black. Yeah, that mm. is kind of. It is a bit jarring. The whole it's top section. They could do better. I'm gonna. I'll email Matthias. I'll get him on it. I'm gonna. We've been freaking trading shirts, so I'm just gonna freaking. I'll talk to Matthias and we'll get it done. We'll get it settled. The man, the, man, the myth, the, the legend. Yep. All right, you so... knew. So you knew it was going down when he when he popped his head out on IO. You're we like, yeah. It's been so I mean, long since we've seen yeah. him, I feel like. I forgot he was still there. Like I figured I he was assumed. gone. Yeah, I assumed he moved on to some other design firm and was just doing whatever. No, but he showed up yeah. and the outfit with did a shirt. not disappoint. No, the hair not. was wild and oh. Like the I man, just... it was quite the return. It was cool. It was cool. And then to give us what he gave us with Android 12. And what a freaking legend. What a freaking legend. What a legend, yeah. How does he do it every time? I don't know. He does. Something like, anyway, it, it's trivia time. I still don't have it's my lights, time. but I can do the dance. Yeah, you don't. You still don't have. It's fine. You don't. You don't I, really need the light. I need to get uh, double sided tape yeah. for my. All right, lights. it's it's a uh, trivia time. If you uh, if you made it to this part of the show, we are we are doing trivia like we uh, have done for several years now. Um, if you're new around here. What we're going to do is put questions on the screen. Tim will read them aloud. And if you're watching live on YouTube, you just type the answer as fast as you can. And when you type it, and if you're first in our chat, we'll call out your name and we'll say, you win. You were first with the correct answer. It's, it's that <laughs> simple. Like that. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it, it's pretty simple. And this week, we're giving everyone a meter plus, which, uh, as Tim explained at the beginning of the show, is a smart, yeah, kind of looks like that screwdriver. It is a smart meat thermometer. It connects over Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, and you just throw that dude in some meat on your grill, wherever, on your smoker, and uh, mm. you can just pull up your phone and go, all right, Cook. it's done. Yeah, and uh, pretty handy. Uh, they were recently bought uh, by Traeger, so uh, they're kind of a hot topic at the moment anyway, but we've been, I mean, Tim has been on the meter train and train for since the beginning like we since looked it up beginning. when they got bought and they started as what an indiegogo campaign and yeah. i want to say you got one of the originals or something didn't you i don't even know oh absolutely we went to a ces and i saw them at a pepcom and i said what is that <laughs> because i had just gotten big into cooking steak and uh i was like this is game changing uh, because you know, now, you know, I, I you know, it, it's been a big help, especially for my wife who's terrified of cooking meat. So now she can, she can cook up a freaking filet mignon herself and it's like not a problem. So bless you meter. meter. Bless you. I love you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've given away a lot of meters. Like they've been oh, yeah. very kind to the show, Super the kind. site. They are always down to just give away stuff. So appreciate, appreciate the meter crew and uh, congratulations yes. to meter on, you know, selling 
Yeah, I hope it was. I hope it wasn't hostile. I hope it was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I hope. I don't. Anyway, right. let me find my questions. Okay, Sweet. ready when you are. I'm ready when you are. Question number one, fire it up. All right, question number one is up now. Lahaina, Lahaina. <laughs> it's a funny word. Lahaina is the internal code name for what Qualcomm made mobile platform. Again, Lahaina. Is the internal code name for what Qualcomm made mobile platform? Seen a lot of guesses, but nothing correct as of yet. Oh, I take it back. Chris Williams came in with the correct answer of the Snapdragon 888, the Octa 8, or no, the Triple 8, the Tri 8. There we go. Tri 8. Chris Williams, congratulations. Chris is a returning champion. He's a returning champion. Multi time, probably leader in the clubhouse champion. It's just not fair. God, he's good. Uh, well, congratulations, Chris. Uh, you got yourself a brand new Meter Plus Smart Meat Thermometer. Uh, you're going to love it if you don't already, if you haven't already won one from us That's before. Been a while. Yeah, excellent. Well, I'm ready for uh, question number two, please. Question number two is up now. Following Google's 2011 acquisition of Motorola Mobility, the company made it clear with the following quote that Android will stay blank. Android will stay blank. Come on, folks. Oh, Carrie came in with a super rude comment. <laughs> I'll let that. I'm going to show that one just because it's funny. It's a good comment, Carrie, but incorrect. Uh, <laughs> I think it's Sarah was first. Yeah, I'm seeing Sarah with the correct answer of open. They said Android will stay open. Sarah Washington, congratulations. Gosh, I don't you know Sarah. Was... It's been a while. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah go ahead. I was just going to say, everyone was so worried. Remember when they bought Motorola that, oh, they're going to close up Android and it's only <laughs> going to be Motorola. And it's like, no, they're not going to do that. Like they make Android's huge because they've left it for everyone to use. They're not just going to be like, ah, sorry, Motorola is just going to take over and be the next iPhone. And then, you know, we all know how that went. Yeah. Carrie at least gets a shout out bonus point for <laughs> that. I mean, that was a great, great guess. But incorrect. Congratulations, Sarah. You got yourself brand new meter coming at you. Congratulations, uh, Sarah. So here's a crazy coincidence. I, I'll talk about the coincidence later, but uh, question number three, please. Question number three is up now. What name did Softcard have before it was changed in 2014? And if anyone was in the chat, for some reason this came up. Like People were talking about this. Why? I have no freaking idea. Because uh, I was talking about Google Pay and when the carriers tried to block. Ah, it's so crazy. Anyway, and then I, when uh, I brought that up, I was like, oh, I better not say anymore because yeah, don't say, don't question. say the name. Um, uh, Chris can't win again, so yeah, I Rashad got Rashad. Yeah, Rashad Gaddis with the correct answer of uh, ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of my all-time favorite happenings is, in smartphones. Is. Yeah. Uh, so Rashad with Nick Fisher and Brandon Johns, you were right there, but Rashad is in front of you on our screen. So yeah, yeah the story there is we've talked about this a lot because I just think it's hilarious. But um, Google Pay came out and Google was like, "We have this sweet NFC payment app; everyone should use it." And the carriers went, "No, you can't do that. We're going to make our own service that's a mobile payment app that we can use to make more money from all of our subscribers and all this crap like they always do." And they initially called the thing ISIS. And then like within a year or so, the uh, Islamic State, you know, did their thing. <laughs> and, yeah. And the, short, thing. 
and the short name for them happened to be Isis. And now we all know exactly who Isis is, right? So uh, they had to change it and they called it soft guard. That sucks. I mean, imagine working for them. You know, having, imagine having to make that decision. Like, oh, man, dang it. Clinton imagine says the, when the it was still ISIS. ISIS and you were like, I'm going to work today. And somebody's like, oh, where do you work? Oh, do you work? ISIS. ISIS. <laughs> American sleeper cell. <laughs> Jesus. Unreal. That's brutal. So the carriers did have to change uh, change that name. Uh, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I tried not to give that away earlier. I was like, yeah, remember when they did this with Google Pay? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, Brandon brings up uh, ISIS's great health plan and, uh, you know, workers' benefits. Good stuff. Good stuff working at ISIS. ISIS. Anyway, we've got two more smart meter, uh, meter plus smart meat thermometers to give away. It's like, I love meter plus smart meat thermometer. So it just rolls off the tongue. So let's go ahead. Uh, we got dos mas. Uh, question numero cuatro, por favor. Question four is up now. Which model of smartphone was presented as a gift to each U.S. Olympian for the 2016 Summer Olympics? Shout out to the Olympics, but not really. Uh, which model of smartphone was presented as a gift to each U.S. Olympian for the 2016 Summer Olympics? Should we just cancel the Olympics? I mean, they kind of suck, right? Like, we can't even smoke a little marijuana. Like, come on. like That's never helped anyone do anything in the world of sports, unless it's an eating competition. I got Seth Merritt. <clears throat> I think. Uh, Galaxy S7 Edge is the correct answer. As you're just going off on the Olympics. <laughs> and uh, Seth Merritt, man, congratulations. Galaxy S7 Edge from Samsung. What a nice little prize that was for everyone who was uh, an, a U.S. Olympian that year. Are they doing that again this year? I feel like Samsung is always involved in the Olympics. Or are they not this year? I haven't actually seen anything. Yeah, I don't know if they are giving away phones still, but I know for a fact they definitely did it that year. For most Seth Merritt with two T's. Congratulations. Yeah. That's seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the, the Olympics yeah. are not off to a great start. At least they weren't pre. I mean, the entire U.S. men's basketball team had a number of uh, problems there. Mm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we got people tested positive for COVID. We got no fans there. The country's in freaking lockdown. Not a good time to be uh, hosting the Olympics. And then not only that, yeah, we're not allowing runners who smoke weed. Jesus. What year is it? I know. And cardboard beds. Come cardboard on. Cardboard beds. What a travesty. Cardboard bed gate. Anyway, congratulations. Also, Seth being in Tokyo, the uh, mm. timing of all the events is like, oh my God. Morning. Like, I'm never going to be able to watch what? any of this stuff. It's all going to be replayed, and you just can't replay the Olympics. It just doesn't work that way. You no, know, it's not the same because then you can't go to Twitter and all that stuff. I think the Olympics should just always be in the U.S. Just may anyway, only only allow U.S. Uh, athletes to. <laughs> Such a U.S. thing to say. They should just always be here. <laughs> I know it. it's a, it's a joke, I but yeah. Anyway, oh Nick Fisher says cardboard beds were fake news. They're very sturdy. LOL. Yeah, man, fake news indeed. I saw the one Olympian. Still he funny. Was like, to to oh, absolutely. About. He was like jumping up and down on these. Like, I could, yeah, I could definitely have sex on this thing. Well, good for you. He's a good looking guy. Oh, man. Uh, Charles funny. W. with a huge oh. $50 bomb. Oh. Huge $50 bomb. Thank you, Charles. Charles, uh, good to see you. Yeah, PC747, I believe. PC747. Been a long time. Hope that everything's well. Hope you're flying safe, dude. Yeah. God damn. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Anyway, screw the Olympics. Thank you, Charles. <laughs> 
Oh, we, we got one meter got plus one more. to give away. I hope everyone has been is ready to go because we gave you plenty of time on that one. We so, this one, uh, I'm ready when you are. Question five is up now. Here we go. In what city will you find the headquarters for the company that recently announced its purchase of Meter, our good friends at Meter? In what city will you find the HQ for the company that recently announced its Somebody purchase? The state earlier. They must live they there. They did. They did. Um, so Traeger, Traeger was originally founded in Portland, uh, but then they moved. I oh, believe really? in like I tw- yeah, in 2014, I believe, to Salt Lake City. So we've got Brandon Fisher, Salt Lake City. Correct answer. I know Brandon's been wanting to win one of these babies, so we're happy to see it. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Congratulations, Brandon. Trigger really founded in Portland? I guess I should know that. I had yeah, that. founded in Portland. Uh, for some reason, I dated a whole bunch of girls who somehow had some relation to the person who invented it or something. It was like such oh. a small, it's a small world up here. Everyone knows someone connected Everyone's to the original Traeger. Yeah. Well, that's like where my home, you know, Humboldt County anyway. Uh... Yeah, so congratulations, uh, Brandon Fisher. Here, I'm trying to Thanks. write your name down so I don't forget you. So I need to hear from That's a few people. Uh, so congratulations, Chris Williams, Sarah Washington, Rashad Gaddis, Seth Merritt, and Brandon Fisher. You guys are my winners. Let's contact him. You yep. guys all know how to contact him. I, mean. I would hope so by now. <laughs> Um, but if you don't, I'm going to throw down my email in the chat. Uh, would love to hear from you. Um, haven't received the meters yet. I'll be receiving them soon. But as soon as I get them, I will head to the post office immediately and have them sent to you. Sweet. So I I appreciate that. And yeah, all my Congrats. exes live in Texas. Shout out to so Jimmy Matters. <clears throat> Yeah, that was huge. Um, huge shout out. Uh, again, I use my meter all the freaking time. Uh, and if you aren't using one, I think you're honestly doing it wrong. So that should be meters next shirt. Like you're doing it wrong or something. I don't know. That might be trademarked or something by now. Probably but is. Somebody else is using that for something horrible. That's fine. Probably. That's fine. Uh, all right. Well, that's all we got. Uh, apologies to Nick Fisher and Clinton Roche uh, and Brandon Johnson. I know all those guys were also going for for meters. So next time, better luck next time. You know, you could always I'm go sure buy we'll do one. This again. Although, actually, I don't know if we'll do it again. Traeger, you never know if they'll be so kind. Hopefully, they will. Come on, Traeger. Oh, I want to give away freaking wood pellet grills. Come yeah, on, just let Traeger. Us give away some grills. entire Smoke grills. <laughs> that would be sweet. I might have to keep one for myself. We will only have four prizes next time. If that's the <laughs> Three. Case. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we'll shoot for that next time. Just the smart ones too that have all yeah. Like my brother just got he got it. He like replaced his smaller Traeger with a bigger one, and he has like he just comes up to my house now and just opens the Traeger app and goes, "No, pork shoulders fine." Dude, he really just Dude. travels around town instead of sitting in his front yard with the smoker going. Yeah, he just leaves. Fantastic. I've already got emails coming in. So again, winners, Wait. be sure to email me. But it was lovely um, so, seeing all of you. It was. So coming up, we have so obviously fun. Samsung is the big thing. So uh, August 11th, they're announcing everything. So expect shows around that time because we'll hopefully, I was going to say, hopefully we'll have phones in hand, but uh, hopefully we will get some devices shortly after they're announced. Uh, we'll see what happens. 
but we'll definitely have lots to talk about around then. And then as August progresses, we should be getting close to Android 12 stable. So will that, so I, again, I don't want to sit here and promise you a bunch of shows because I know we've just been slow in between all these. It's just been a weird year, uh, but hopefully, you know, we'll ramp up and have some more shows during the, uh, the fall season when everything starts rolling out. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, good to see everyone. Thanks for the donos, everyone. Sarah, Don, EC747, mm. Charles. Uh, appreciate all those donos and everything and everyone tuning in. So, uh, anyways, that's all I got. Bye. Enjoy life. Peace. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Bye, everybody.